Ma'am, would you please state your name for the record? Uh, my name is Denise Stever. And ma'am, where do you currently reside? I live in Boonesboro, Maryland. Can you bend that microphone down just a little bit closer to you? Sure. Is that better? So let's... The, the guy at the end will wave, to, wave at me if he needs it to be louder. <laughs> so so ma'am, would you state your name again, please? Uh, Denise Stever. All right, and would you spell your last name? D-E-A-V-E-R. And ma'am, where do you currently reside? I live in Boonesboro, Maryland. And back in May of 2019, where were you living then? Berkeley Springs. And at that time, well, currently, what is your relationship to Andy McCauley? Um, he is the father of my children. We have two children together. Um, we were together 15 or plus years, and I've known him since I was about 15. Speak directly into that. Okay. And that we all hate that in our face, but I'm it sorry. works so much better okay. for sound. <laughs> And ma'am, what is your relationship to Chantel Oakley? Um, she was a wonderful stepmother to my kids. You know, she was Andy's girlfriend, and we were, we were friends. All right. You said we're friends. I want to focus back in May of 2019. Were you friends then? Yes. And uh, did you guys work together? Um, we did. Mm -hmm. And where did you guys work together? Morgan's on Main and at um, the Log Cabin in Hancock. All right. And did Chantel help you get that job at the log cabin? Both jobs, actually. Both Chant jobs. But Chantel helped, okay. yes. And do you know where else Chantel was working back in May of 2019? The solar, I'm not, I'm not really sure the name, but the solar company. Is it, would it be Mountain View Solar? Does that sound correct? Yes, yes. All right. And typically back then, how would you and Chantel communicate? Text message, phone calls, face-to-face, -face, good bit. And uh, do you currently have a cell phone? Yes. The cell phone you have right now, is that the same cell phone number that you had back in May of 2019? Yes, sir. I don't want to broadcast everyone's cell phone numbers. Um, kind of thought about here at the last second, but would you mind telling the ladies and gentlemen of the jury what the last four digits of that cell phone number is? 8007. Okay. And is that the same number that you had back in 2019? Correct. Yes. All right. I want to direct your attention specifically back to May 7th. Uh, do you remember if uh, if Chantel was feeling that well, or excuse me, do you remember if Chantel was feeling well that day or had any issues? She was sick. And how do you know that? Um, I think she needed me to, she wanted me to work for her that evening. Okay. And were you able to cover that shift for her? I, I was not, no. All right. Do you remember her reaching out to you and asking you to cover that shift? Yeah, I think we were talking on the phone um, that morning. Okay. And do you think that was the last time you spoke to her on May 7th of 2019? No, is it? May 7th of Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Riley's not missing yet. Right. So, yes. All right. So, let's kind of fast forward to the next day on May 8th of 2019. Do you remember what you were doing in the early morning? Well, the morning hours between 9 and 10 a.m. I was leaving the gym, headed home right before work. All right. And what is the name of the gym? Um, Rankins. And when you would work out, or when you, excuse me, when you were finished working out and you would leave the gym, which direction would you head to go home? Um, towards Berkeley. So you north? turn left. I'm sorry. So That's north. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so when you would pull out of Rankins Physical Therapy, would you go left or right? Left. On 522? Yes. Heading north towards Hancock? Yes. All right. And would, well, at that time, do you know where um, Chantel and Andy were living? 
Yes. Where were they living? Um, that White House on the corner. All right. And what kind of vehicle were you driving back then? A little red um, Pontiac. All right. Uh, Your Honor, I have several exhibits I've showed them to counsel and ask for permission to approach. You may. Ms. Beaver, would you take a look at those photos and tell me if you recognize what you're looking at? Yes. It's my car and then the house and the, the house and the garage and all that trash. Okay, so let's go back to one second. State's exhibit number 34. What is that photo? That's me. Uh, yeah, passing the pharmacy. Okay. On 522, headed toward Berkeley. Right. Do you see a date on that photo? There might not be. No, I don't see a date. I'm sorry. So, again, exhibit number 34, that's the one you have in your hand, correct? Yes. And you recognize your vehicle in that photo? Yeah, that's my car. And is that heading north in that photo? Yes. All right. How about state's exhibit number 35? Okay. Do you recognize that photograph? Yeah, that's my car also. Do you recognize the building in that photograph? It looks like Roy's. And is there a date and time in that photograph? 637. Oh, no, wait, sorry, 508-2019 at 10-14. May 8, 2019 at 10-14. Mm -hmm. And again, are you heading north in that photograph? Yes. And uh, state's exhibit number 36, do you recognize that photograph? Yes, that's their house. When you say that their house, the and house that Andy and Chantel were living at in 2019? Correct, On yes. Greenway Avenue or Greenway Drive? Mm-hmm. Is that a yes? Yes. And then state's exhibit number 37. What is that photograph, ma'am? That is Andy and Chantel's house, and that's the back side of the house, um, the door that we usually went in um, the majority of the time. Okay. And then the shed. And what do you see in between the house and the shed? A, a big pile of trash. Okay. Does that uh, pile of trash look like how you remember it back in May of 2019? Yes. All right, this time the state moves for the admission of state's exhibits number 34 through 37. No objection. So admitted. You can hold on to the photographs. Okay. Go back to the last one, please. Thank you. This photograph right here. Um, you sure it didn't have a date on that photograph in front of you, up top left hand corner? Mm -mm. Yeah, come look at it, Mr. James. Uh, it might not. I mean, it might be over here, but it, it might be cut off. It looks like it's cut off. You're absolutely correct. We'll forget the date here for a second. The red vehicle that's in question there heading north uh, past Right Aid, I think it's a CVS now. Um, is that you? That's me. All right, next photograph, please. And for purposes of the record, that was State's Exhibit 34. We're now looking at State's Exhibit 35. This photograph right here, this is the one that you can clearly see a date and time on it, correct? Yes. And is that your red vehicle right there? Yes, sir. And um, you're also heading north in this photograph too, mm -hmm. correct? Correct. Chantel's home, if you go to that next photograph, is that in between those two photos? Yes, it is. All right. 
Do you remember when you left, and we'll just leave it there for a second, Ms. Moore, but do you remember when you left Rankin's Physical Therapy if you were on the phone with anyone? I think I was on the phone with Chantel. Okay. And do you remember what you and Chantel were talking about? Um, Wait a minute. What did you tell Chantel? You're allowed to tell us what you told Chantel. Um, are we... See, this was like two years ago. I so, um, are you talking about when I asked her what truck was at the house? Or? I am, but let me ask the question a little bit better. When you drove by this house right here, mm -hmm. is that the angle you would have driven by the house? Would you have seen it from that angle driving north? Yes. And what did you see when you drove past the house? Well, it, the truck itself was pulled in between the house and the shed and the passenger side door was opened and I asked her because I didn't know about the green truck yet that they had been driving the green truck and I'm like well who's at your house in the green truck and um, she said Andy um, I didn't much think of it at the moment but once I thought about it like he had to have been driven up onto that trash mound or darn near smack on it for the truck to be lodged in between those two um, buildings. So going back, you said that she said Andy? Mm -hmm. Yes. She didn't say that she knew Andy was in a green truck? She knew Andy was there? Well, I said, who would be dri who's driving a green truck at your house? And she said Andy. Okay. Did you know if she knew if Andy was back there? I don't think she knew until I told her. Okay. I think she just assumed. Cause she seemed shocked that there was a green truck back at her house? She seemed a little pit, irritated. Uh, you're pissed. Pissed. Lord, I think we can use that term here. Mm -hmm. um, she, seemed, she seemed pissed. All right. And um, the truck, uh, was it backed up? Would you go to the next photograph, please? Was it backed up in between the house and the shed there? Yes. So we're looking at exhibit 37 now? Correct, Your Honor. Yes, it was. And did you believe that, that truck was backed up so far that it had to have been on the trash? It had to have been or right on it because I couldn't barely see the bed. I mean, maybe a, a little bit, a tiny bit, but you really all I could see was the front end of the truck and the passenger doors open. Okay, and are you sure it's the passenger door that was open? It, it was the passenger door. And uh, did that cause you some concern? It just was weird and odd. Um, okay. and, the, and then when we found out Riley was missing, I started thinking. Started thinking. And that thinking caused you to talk to law enforcement, is that correct? Yes, sir. Was that thinking have to do with the way that truck was parked? Yes, sir. Not only that, but how high Andy had been um, the days prior. Okay. And that days through that. Have you talked to Andy on the phone here in the last couple years? Yes, sir. Your Honor, we had previously admitted certain recordings. This time, the state would like to play a recording between Denise Deaver and Andy McCauley on May 27, 2019, a discussion regarding the truck. Any objection? That would be state's exhibit number 39. Yeah. But fucking 
No, I would never do nothing. Do you have a lawyer? Okay, what is what is what is your lawyer say? I want to talk to him about once, and they waived the waive or they they continued the preliminary because they didn't have no time to, to work with. Huh? Baby, when I when I drove by the house and I saw the fucking truck there, why was why why was the truck parked like that? Why was the truck parked like that? The truck we told about just pulled up and break up break his break his leg. I pulled in like it was nothing nothing crazy. I don't understand what you what you even fucking why did you stop and talk to me? Well, I, oh, first off, I'm going to say, well, I didn't even know you had that truck. Yeah, you should have stopped. I wish you would have stopped. It would have been a lot better looking. It would have been so much better if you would have stopped. I'd come down the hill. And I'd come, come down the hill and I'd cool with like and swooped in. You know what I mean? Ms. Deaver, do you remember that conversation? Yes. At that time, did um, Andy tell you why he was back at the house? I don't really remember if he said why. Okay. Do you recall asking him why he was back at the house? I probably did. I was very curious of everything. All right. And do you recall if Andy told you if there was anything wrong with the truck at that time? No. Mm-mm. Um, you were still concerned about the way he parked that truck and you had further conversations with him about that truck. Is that accurate? Yes. Your Honor, State moves for the admission of State's Exhibit Number 40, also another recording dated September 8, 2019. Any objection? No. So admitted, you may play it. One second before you play that, Ms. Warren. Ms. Deaver, did Andy ever try to get you to change the statement about which door was open on the truck? I don't think he tried to get me to change the statement, but what I think he was trying to do would be maybe um, make me second guess myself or make me think that I didn't know what I was talking about, um, some sort of way manipulate me. I don't think he um, directly said that. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Go ahead, Ms. Moore. You're like, what am I going to do now? Because I locked up, like, you didn't have the help from her, from me. And, uh, I don't know. I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah, I know. 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 I she said something about the, the truck being uh, back in the driveway. I was like, I wasn't back in the driveway. I said, it went, it went, Denise said I was back in the driveway or whatever. So I wasn't back in the driveway. I was, I was moved in the driveway yet. I said, Denise seen the, the driver door open on the truck. I said, if she seen the driver door open on the truck, then there was no way I was back in the driveway because the driver door would be not facing the road. She would not. No, I wasn't back in the driveway. I was moved to the house. I was in the 
control for the fact. It was, it, was, it, was, it was towards the vest, it was towards the, the shit. But it wasn't back then, it was like Luke, I, yeah, I come down, the, I come, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Back then. but it wasn't back then, I come down the hill. It looks like, it, it might look like to you out back then, because I didn't come off of 522, I come down the hill. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just survived. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but, but I, didn't, I didn't come off of 522. When I come down, I come down off to the top of the hill. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, I didn't. So, so you might look like I was back then, but I wasn't back then. I was, I, went, I come down the hill and looped and right there in the driveway. I just saw this. I'm angry. Did you see the hood? Did you see the hood of the truck when you went by? No. All right, because I was checking the oil in the truck, because she said the driver door was open. I was like, yeah, the driver door and the wheel was open. That's why the, the driver door was open, because I popped the wheel and I was checking the oil in the truck. And you, I must have went, I must have just missed you. I must have just went in the house when you went by. Because, and, and that's what I was saying. I was like, Chantel, how does she see the driver door open on the truck if I was back in the driver? If I was back in there, all the way back in there, the driver door, you would never seen the driver door from that side of the truck. I said, I said, yeah. I, I said, yeah, I come down the hill and I was, I was looped in. My driver door was open and the hood was open because I was checking the oil. And, and uh, I was pulled, I pulled the air filter out because the truck had a hesitation to go down the road. It could get down the road and start bucking. So I, I checked the oil because it burned like two quarts of oil every couple days. And I checked the air filter in the truck. And uh, you must have just went by when I, when I did that because that's, that's why I took my door to the I just popped the hood on the truck and I was checking. I It was the passenger side door, sir. Okay. Ms. Moore, if you go back to the photograph, uh, State's Exhibit number 36, which I believe is the angle view of the home from 522. Thank you. So from that view right there, mm -hmm. could you see the, the, the bed of the truck? No. No. Could you, you could see the passenger side door? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the front end of the truck. Okay. The passenger side door was open? Mm-hmm. Sorry, yes. Yes, yes. And would that have obscured your view between the passenger truck and the house? Yes. So if someone was carrying something out of that house, would you be able to see? No, you would not have. And you're positive it wasn't the driver's side? I am 100% positive. Your Honor, uh, well, hold on. 
Uh, do you know um, Don Morgan? Yes. And how do you know Don Morgan? He was my boss and my landlord. Um, and and I knew him through Chantel and Andy. And were you aware that Andy had tried to communicate with Don Morgan on the early morning hours of May 2019? I was aware of that. Did you question Andy about that? Yes. Why did you question him about that? Because it's absurd. Why was he doing that? Your Honor, at this time, the state moves for the admission of state's exhibit number 38, and it's a conversation between Denise Deaver and Andy McCauley on May 27th regarding him talking to Don Morgan. Any objection? So admitted, you may play it. Thank you, Your Honor. Chantel's stepfather. Okay. And do you know where Bobby Golden was living at the time? I think up in those apartments up on the hill. Tower um, Circle Apartments? Yeah. Is that Are those apartments near the cemetery? Yes. And do you know where Don Morgan was living? Yes. Where was Don Morgan living at the time? Over by like the basketball, by the, oh, it's that kid's center thing. Um, Boys and Girls Club? Yes, yes. Okay. And to get there, you have to cross what? Is that Route 9? Yes. So, you heard him say he got the drugs from Bobby Golden. Why then would he have then gone over to Don Morgan's on Route 9? Correct. Why? Does that make any sense to you? No. And, Ms. Deaver, uh, did you eventually learn that Riley Crossman's body was discovered by law enforcement? Yes. And did you read about some of the details in the newspaper or the media uh, concerning uh, a white powdery substance that may have been found on Riley Crossman's body? Yes. And did you have a conversation with Annie McCauley about why there would be drywall mud on Riley Crossman's body? Yes, I did. And did he tell you that he was never in the truck? Yeah. Your Honor, the state would move for the admission of state's exhibit number 41 and move to play that for the jury. Any objection? Do we have a date of the audio or? Uh, Your Honor, the date of the audio on this one is May 27, 2019. So admitted, and you may play. 
I'm so scared of everything. Like, I, I'm so scared. Like, I don't yeah. understand. I, I don't understand, like, who could have done this. And they said there was drywall rubber on her arm. That's what they said, but there's no way. I mean, I mean there could be. I, I, don't, I can't say there wasn't, because I don't know, but not from me. You know what I mean? There's no way. There's no way possible. I wouldn't do nothing like this. I didn't do nothing like this. It was never in a truck. Did you hear that last statement there? Mm -hmm. What did he say to you? I was never in that truck. Your Honor, that has been admitted, correct? Yes. Ms. Deaver, I have no further questions for you. Thank you. Mr. Kirkland or Mr. Arnold? Ma'am. Ma'am. Oh, One of the attorneys. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. May I ask some additional questions for you? Okay. Just give them a second. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Ms. Devers, do you recall whether in that last conversation, whether the statement was that he was never in that truck or whether it was she that was never in that truck? Sure sounds like he said I was never in that truck. That's what it sounds like. Okay, are you, are you, you're not sure based on your memory? I just listened to it, sir, so that's what it sounds like he said. Okay, but from your direct memory, you do not recall whether he said she was never in the truck or he was. Well, you know, he said to me a million times that she wasn't in the truck either. So he's, you know, he stated both to me over the course of us speaking. Okay, thank you, Ms. Stevens. Mm -hmm. No other questions. Any follow up on that one area, Mr. James? I don't know one area, Your Honor. All right, is, can this witness be excused? She may. Is she subject to recall by anybody? No. Not from the state. All right, thank okay. you. Fine, thank you. You may proceed, Mr. James. Thank you, Your Honor. Ma'am, would you please state your name for the record? Brenda Gale Lee. And Miss Lee, where do you currently reside? Is that in Baltimore, Maryland, 21205. And Miss Lee, what is your relationship to Andy McCauley? He's my son. And uh, is his legal name Andrew or is it Andy? Andy. All right. But why did you call him Drew? I, that was just a nickname I grew up calling him Drew. Okay. Miss um, Lee, I, for the past year and a half, have you had the opportunity to have phone conversations with your son? Yes. And um, did you and your son have a discussion or at any point in time about uh, the initial arrest warrant in this case regarding the path of travel that your son took back to from Hedgesville back to his house here in Berkeley Springs. Oh, that, that I couldn't tell you, that I couldn't tell you if I did have a conversation with him or with, with him or not. Okay, let me ask you if this refreshes your memory. Do you remember uh, you telling your son that the only reason he was arrested was because he had inconsistent stories? Did I have what? Do you remember telling your son that the only reason that he was arrested is because of his inconsistent stories to law enforcement? Yes, I did. Okay. And do you remember asking your son why he went back uh, to his house at Greenway and left the job site? Yes, I did. And what did your son tell you about why he left the 
uh, subdivision to go to back to this. the house. Hold on. He went back to his house to get his cocaine. Okay, his cocaine? His cocaine. He didn't tell you a different drug? It, it, well, a, a needle. I understand the needle, but the drug he told you was cocaine? Uh, cocaine, it was cocaine. He just told me his cocaine, his needle, and some drugs. I don't know what it, what he was talking about, but I, I didn't want to hear no more after All right. I heard the cocaine and the... Are, are you a drug user, ma'am? No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm sorry. Don't use drugs at all? No, sir. No Suboxone? I'm on Suboxone, yes. All right. And what is Suboxone used for? My Suboxone is just used for pain, for a slip disc and a pet's nerve. It's not from opioid addiction? I, at, at one time, I was on um, opiates, but I had them take me off of them and put me on the Suboxone because that helps my pain better. Okay. And are you under the influence today? No, sir. All right. Clear mind? Clear mind. All right. And it's your recollection that Andy only told you he was going back to get cocaine in the needle? You know, last year, my head was all over the place. I'm a, I'm a borderline diabetic. They found me in the woods with my sugar at 695. Six, uh, I didn't know what I was in the woods for. Somebody pulled me out of the woods, got me to the Amlams, and that's happened a, a few times already. I've been at people's houses knocking on the doors saying I'm looking for my dog. I've been trying to buy people's trash cans. So, you know, my, my sugar has been going up and down on me. And they're trying to, they're trying to, even it out right now. They're, they're working on trying to even that out. How's your sugar right now? My sugar's okay today. Okay. Anytime that you need a break or want some water or want me to re ask my question, uh, feel free to do that, okay? Okay. Uh, Your Honor, at this time, the state would move to play state's exhibit number 42. This is a discussion between Andy and his mother, Brenda Lee, uh, on May 27, 2019, regarding why Andy went back to his residence in Berkeley Springs. Any objection? No. So admit it. You may play it. lower the volume just a little bit. Please enter the area code and phone number you are calling now. Please hold. Please wait while your call is being connected. Sometimes they're loud enough. <laughs> Please 
get leave your job site and then they found that job. I did tell them about the job site. I don't know why. I told them about the job site because we went from one job to the other and I told my left and went, went and I uh, got my drugs. Yeah, and then somebody down there on the job, your job site saying that you had your drugs in your pocket. There was no reason for you to go to the house to get your drugs because you had your drugs in your pocket and just it's crazy shit. Well, I did have a 50 in my pocket. I had a 50 in my pocket, but I had an eight ball at the house with my needle. And I went, me and Johnny did the 50, I had like a line left or something. And I went back and got the rest of the shit. Well, Johnny and Donna just, you know, they know. Ma'am, were you able to hear that conversation? Yes, I do remember him telling me that he did go back home to get his to get his drugs because he was almost out. Him and Johnny was doing it together and he was almost out and he went home to get to get the rest of his drugs. So, so you, you had a further conversation with your son where he told you he was almost out of the drugs? He was almost out. So would it surprise you if a witness Two witnesses before you just testified that there was a gram of cocaine and they used a little bit of it, but there was that left to do a couple more lines? I don't know if you know anything about cocaine. I don't, but please fill me in. But cocaine, I mean, you could do a gram of cocaine. You could do a gram, you could do a gram of cocaine yourself. Well, I asked Johnny that question, I think by accident, and the judge corrected me and said milligram or something along those lines, and he was, heck no, not a gram of cocaine. I, I don't know by milligrams, I know it by a half a gram, and a half a gram is nothing. Okay, did you used to use a half gram of cocaine? I've seen a half a gram of cocaine, and I've seen a gram of cocaine. So you've been around other things than opioids too, haven't you? Because cocaine is a stimulant. Yes, I've seen cocaine. I've seen cocaine before. And you've seen people snort? I've after? seen them snort it. I've seen them shoot it. Shoot it. Okay. Have you seen Andy use cocaine? I, you, you know, I did. You know, I knew he was, and I, I begged him to, to don't do that because I know what a needle can do to you. You know, if you put it in wrong, it can kill you. So that conversation there, Andy says he went back to get an eight ball. A what? An eight ball. An eight ball. Tell the jury what an eight ball is. Uh, an eight ball is, well, I think like six to eight grams. Of what? Of cocaine. And heroin? Heroin? No, I'm talking about, oh, oh. An eight ball. An eight ball what, What's an eight cocaine. ball? You think an eight ball is just solely cocaine? Uh, so I solely think an eight ball is cocaine. Okay, but you, you heard your son also say on that he had a 50 in his pocket. What's he referring to when he talks about the 50 that's in his pocket? No, that could be, that could be dope. Oh, that could be dope. All right. You have no clue what he's going back to get, whether it's 50, cocaine, eight ball. The terms are changing. You agree with me? I, I'm agreeing with you. Right. I, but I know an eight ball of cocaine is cocaine. 
but when they do a 50, when I know, when I hear a 50 or a gram of, of, of heroin, I know that's heroin. But when somebody says, a, when somebody says a half an eight ball or an eight ball, I know what that is. Do you know what the term speedballing is? Speedball? Speedballing. I think that, I do believe that's heroin and cocaine together. Do you know why you do heroin and cocaine together? I have no clue. Sure. Why, so why people do heroin and cocaine together. Okay. I guess the cocaine brings them down off the heroin. Because right. the cocaine brings you up and the heroin brings you down. One's so I, I believe that's why they speedball. They kind of balance each other out? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, to balance, to balance it out. Have you ever speedballed before? No. Okay. So, uh, did your son say anything else about where he went on May 8th? May 8th, gosh. Okay, that so, was so long ago. So let me focus my question a little bit, make it a little bit more narrow. He tells you, that recording we just heard, going back, he had the 50 in his pocket, he's going back to get the eight ball. Did you have a further conversation with him about after he had used the drugs, where he went? I never talked to him after he used the drugs. You, wait a minute, ma'am, ma'am, you talked to him two to three times a day. Yeah, but after he, I, I didn't know he used the drugs that day. Okay. If he used the drugs that day, I don't know that he used the drugs that day. Mr. James, I think she thinks you're asking about what I know. he had a conversation on May. I, I, I finally got it, Your Honor. Sorry. So, uh, did you ask him if he used the drugs that day in the home, or did he just not mention anything else about the drug use that day? Do you have a conversation date you want to focus no, her on? I just knew he was taking them drugs back to work to do drugs at work. Okay. He told you that? I knew that's why he came home to get the drugs, to take to work to do drugs. He told you that? He didn't tell me that. You're guessing. I'm guessing. That's why he went home, got his drugs to go back to work to do drugs, because I know a lot of them on the job did the drugs. Okay. You're from Berkeley Springs, correct? Or, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. from Baltimore. You used to live in Berkeley yes, Springs. Yes, I used to live in um, Berkeley Springs. Are you familiar with Hedgesville? Uh, yes. Have you ever traveled Route 9 down to Martinsburg from Berkeley Springs? From Route 9 to Berkeley Springs, yes. Okay. And do you know how long it would take to drive from Hedgesville High School to Berkeley Springs? Hedgesville High Springs. Hedges Berkeley Springs. Hedgesville High School. Probably, I guess I would probably get there maybe 30 minutes. Okay. And did you ask Andy after he got his drugs, did he drive back the same way that he went? No. You never asked him that question? I never asked him that question. Did he tell you I went a different way? He never told me he went a different way. Your Honor, the state moves to play state's exhibit number 43.
and that would be? This would be a May 25th, uh, it's either May 25th or May 27th, Your Honor, I apologize, I didn't write it on this disk, 2019 conversation between, I strike that, Your Honor. I know every time I talk to him, he's like, Mom, 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 you're saying the same hold, story, you're- Hold on, hold on, ma'am, wait, wait until there's a question. Okay. Your Honor, I apologize, I didn't write it on the disk, but the court gives me a 30 second, time to walk over to my office. I have it right up on my computer the date and time. Do counsel know what 43 is? I can show the email where I sent it to counsel, Your Honor. We can't know exactly which one it is. Several Go get your date on it. I'll, I'll pull the email as well. For English, for a collect, please do Please enter the area code and please hold. Please wait while your call is being connected. You may need to turn up the volume just a little bit once the call starts. son if he went a different way back to work okay hey, I, I may have asked him to go a different way no 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 you heard that recording yeah but he didn't get to tell me the way he went did you hear him say to you yes yes, yes. but like I said my sugar was on and off back and forth back and forth because he kept telling me Mom, your stories ain't stay you're telling me the same stories over and over, you know, because I, I wasn't right last last year. My sugar was just all over the place. Man, for the past two and a half years I've probably listened to about twenty phone conversations a night with you. I'll never hear you once talking about your sugar. You think I'll find one of those if I pull them up? Hold on, hold on. I'll withdraw the question, Your Honor. So what an attorney asks is not evidence in and of itself. So I'll ask you to ignore the, the question because it's been withdrawn 
and if Mr. James wants to reword his question, he's permitted to. I will. Do you believe you've had conversations with your son on any of these recordings where you've told him that your sugar's messed up and you have memory problems? Probably. Probably or you did? I prob probably admit, because many a times he said to me, Mom, your sugar's not right. He said, because you're telling me the same stories over and over. So I know my sugar wasn't right. I had f f three or four times I had to be taken out. They was finding me in the woods. All right. Uh, a uh, ex of mine was finding me in the woods. Shouldn't have been in the woods. I was trying to buy people's an tracks. An ex of food. hers. She said an ex of hers. I was trying to buy people's trash cans. I was going to look for two dogs that I thought didn't have no dogs. Okay. Ma'am, did you have a conversation with your son about a white van picking up Riley Crossman? About a white man picking up Riley Crossman. A white van. V-A-N. A white van. Now, I asked... Because I heard about the van going around the schools trying to pick up kids. This is what I heard. This van pulling in somebody's driveway, doing a U-turn, he said, but his truck wasn't running. And I and I asked, and I, I, I probably did say to Andy, Andy, was that true about the truck uh, trying to pick up kids there in Berkeley and somebody chased him to Hancock? and lost him in Hancock because he was up at the school and somebody seen him up at the school and when they went to get out of the truck the man took off in the truck and they couldn't catch him and they lost him in um, Hancock. Did your son tell you that Riley Crossman was sending out provocative photos to adult men? Yes he did. And. Tell me about the conversation. I can't say myself that she was. I didn't ask you that. Listen to my question. What did your son tell you about Riley Crossman sending out provocative photos to adult men? He said two two boys came into the jail, and he said he said these boys told him, gave him his names and everything, and said they they were receiving uh, provocative. Um, pictures from her. Do you remember the names of the two boys? Or the I two men that would have been in jail? I couldn't tell you the two names of the boys. Your Honor, this time the state moves for the admission of State's Exhibit Number 44. It's a January 6, 2020 conversation between Andy and his mother regarding the provocative photos and the two boys that, that uh, she just mentioned on the stand. Any objection? There you are. So admitted. You may play it. Can I say, Judge, can I say anything? No. Son? No, not right yet. Okay. So you gotta wait till Mr. James asks you questions, and then I don't know if it's Mr. Kirkland or Mr. Arnold, one of them will ask you questions. Okay.
Takže he first when he first got here, he didn't know everything. I thought talking to me, like he, you know, I knew that, that about that. And I was over there, but he like man, he was the first. He was like, I hate it. Hate, hate the guy that did this. And I was like, yeah, me too. And, uh, and he starts, we start talking, and, he, and then little things start coming out. He goes, man, this, this, she was doing this, and then she was doing this, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, Wow. And, and she's out. So she wasn't that sweet little innocent thing that y'all thought she was. No, I mean, she's a, she's, a, she's a teenage girl, so you know how they are. I'm not trying to Yeah, yeah. Teenage girls can do that, but they don't realize what they get themselves into doing that to people on the internet because there's crazy people out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to put her out like, like, like she's a slut or something. I don't want to do that. I don't want to make that. I'm not trying to do that, but. conversation now ma'am do you remember the conversation yes do you remember the two individuals that Andy named uh, or did he tell you the names of the individuals that knew about this information he did say them names he did say them names but I couldn't I couldn't recall them names but they're the names that he mentioned to me I heard one name, Dominic Mongol. Dominic, Dominic, but I didn't hear the other name. Do you know who Dominic Mongol is? No, never heard of him, never seen him. I, I don't have no clue who he is. Ma'am, I have no further questions. Council wanna try to conclude before we break for lunch? You wanna break now? All right, so ma'am, we need you to stick around until after the lunch break. So just sit tight. We're going to excuse the jury first, and then I'll give you some instructions after they leave. Can I go over to the 7-Eleven and get a call? Just sit tight until for a minute, and I'll talk oh. to you about it. Oh, okay. We're going to excuse the jury. Just sit tight, ma'am. Oh. James? Thank you, Your Honor. Sir, would you please state your name for the record? Christopher J. McCauley. Mr. McCauley, where do you currently reside? Um, 1070 Shanghai Road. And is that... Uh, the road that goes over, is it Shang or it, what's the mountain that that goes over, the ranch? Sleepy Creek. Sleepy Creek, thank you. And what is your relationship to Andy McCauley? He's my uncle. And back in May of 2019, 
Do you remember where you were working back then? Yes, Howard Ruark, my cousin. Okay. Sorry? My cousin, Howard Ruark. And did Howard Ruark have his own business? Yes. And do you know the name of the business? Ruark Enterprise. So May 7, 2019, during the day, um, did you have an occasion to come to Andy McCauley, which is also known as Raleigh Crossman's residence here on uh, Greenway Drive? Yes. And would you tell the jury what you remember about going to that residence on May 7, 2019? Got dropped off there, went upstairs, asked my uncle if I could get a shower. He said, yeah, as soon as Riley's done, got out. I went back downstairs, sat and played with the kids for a couple minutes, sat there on my phone. She got out, come downstairs, got a drink of water. She was dressed in purple shorts and a tank top. I went out, got a shower, come back down, got I got dressed, come back down, left. Do you remember Riley getting a drink of water? Yes. Did you see her? Yes. Do you remember what the glass, if it was a clear glass or a cup? I think it was a short, like a glass, a glass. Okay. And did she take that glass of water back upstairs? Yes. Um, do you remember, uh, did you ask to take a shower that evening? Yes. And um, do you know, well, was Riley in the shower when you got there? Yes. Did you eventually take a shower? Yes. Did you see Riley get out of the shower? No, I was downstairs. Uh, did you ever see Riley at all after she had taken a shower? Yeah, she come down and got a glass of water. Okay, I'm sorry you said that. Do you remember what she was wearing when you saw her? Purple shorts, and I think it was a black tank top. I know it was a tank top, but... Do you recall telling law enforcement you think that she was wearing pink booty shorts? Yeah, pink shorts. Okay, is that accurate? Yes. And um, prior to getting to... Um, Riley's house. Uh, where were you that evening? Hanging out with my friend Josh Fink. And uh, Josh Fink, is that correct? Yes. And um, you had been previously residing with your girlfriend, is that accurate? Yes. And where were you living? Hancock. And did you break up with your girlfriend on that evening? Yes. And did you have no place to live? Yes. Uh, did you ever ask anyone for a place to stay that night? Yes. Who did you ask? Donna Walter and Johnny Walter. Donna and Johnny Walter? Yes. And do you know where they reside? Yes. 156 Tower Circle. Okay. So after you took your shower, how long do you think you were there at Riley's residence? Afterwards, maybe Correct. 10, 15 minutes at the most. All right. Do you know what time you left? I'd say 8.30, 9. I don't really remember. It's been two years. I couldn't really tell you what right. time. And uh, how did you get to, well, where did you go after you left? Donnie, uh, Don and Johnny's. And how did you get to Johnny and Donna's residence? Walked up through the graveyard. Up through the graveyard? Yep. And I'm sorry, did you say it was Tower Circle where they lived? Yes. The apartment's right at the top of the graveyard? Is that a yes? Yes. Okay. And did you spend the night with them? Yes. Were you there all night? Yes. Did you ever go back down to Riley Crossman's residence that night? No. Did you ever talk to Andy McCauley further that night? No. Did you ever text Andy McCauley that night? No. Did you ever call Andy McCauley that night? No. Did Andy McCauley ever text or call you that night? No, not that I know of. When you woke up, where were you? The and next Don, morning. Don and Johnny's. Okay. What do you remember about what time you woke up? Probably four or five o'clock, something like that. Time and to go. Why do you wake up that early? Go to work. All right. 
And back then, where were you working? Rewark Enterprise. I know, but physically, where were you working? Oh, Martinsburg. Okay. Well, it's a Hedgesville kind. And what type of work were you doing? Construction, building houses. And how would you get to this work site that you would go to? Pull out uh, 522, make a right, make a right on nine, and go up nine. It's a bad question for me. Uh, did Johnny or Donna drive to work? Yes. Did you ride with them? Yes. What kind of vehicle did they have back then? Uh, it was a green Dodge. Well, they they drove. Johnny had a white van, but right. we were driving the green Dodge. But the white van broke down, didn't it? Yes. And that green Dodge Ram truck belonged to Howard Warwick, correct? Yes. And did Howard Warwick give that truck to Johnny Walter so that you guys could get to work? Yes. And that morning of May 2019, did you get inside that green Dodge Ram work truck to go to work with Johnny and Donna? Yes. And do you know where Donna worked back then? Macy's. And did she have the early morning shift? Yes. And when you left Tower Circle in this green Dodge Ram with Johnny and Donna, where did you go to? Pick Uncle Andy up. To pick up who? Andy, Uncle Andy. And do you remember uh, what happened when you arrived to pick up Andy? Stopped out front. He come out, got in the car, or got in the truck. We went to, uh, what's it called? Shell or whatever it is, Texaco. Or rocks, I mean. It was rocks, got gas, and then went to work. Okay. Did Andy, do you know if Andy called Jonna or Donna around 4.30 in the morning on May 2019? Not sure. They didn't tell you anything about any phone calls? No. All right. And when you stopped again at Riley Crossman's residence to pick up Andy, uh, did you go inside the residence? For a split second to get a um, sweatshirt. Okay. He was already in the truck. He was in the truck, and I said, hold on, i got to get a sweatshirt because my clothes are still in there. So I went in the mudroom, grabbed my sweatshirt, come back out. Do you remember how Andy was acting when he came out of the house? Just any normal day. Just a normal day? Yeah. You didn't notice anything unusual about Andy when he walked out to the truck? No. Did you tell law enforcement that he seemed a little wired? Yeah, like he was awake. Like awake? Yeah. You didn't describe it like he was on drugs to law enforcement? I mean, he might have been, but he's right. definitely awake. Yeah. So they would ask to play the body camera interview of Christopher McCauley at the four minutes and 14 second mark, describing exactly how Andy McCauley was and why he believed he was acting that way when he walked out to the truck. Any objection? No objection, Your and before they pull up this video, why Miss Moore's looking it up, do you remember when law enforcement came to speak to you? Kind of, yeah, but it's been two years ago. I know, but do you remember where you were when they came and got a statement from you? In jail. He was a little wired. What did that mean to you? He was a little wired. Usually, I got to go in and wake him up. He was up that day. Okay. Do you remember later on telling law enforcement during this video that normally you have to wake up Andy to get ready for work? Yes. Is that accurate? Yes. And once Andy got into the truck, do you remember if he got into the front seat or the back seat? Back seat. And where did you go after you picked up Andy? To the gas station rocks. Okay. 
to Rocks? Yes. Here in Berkeley Springs? Yes. And then after you left Rocks, where did you go? To the job site. Well, drop, drop Don off first, then the job site. You didn't stop and pick up someone named Lee? Nah, we might have. I don't really remember. Do you know who Lee is? Yes. Who's Lee? He's my cousin's dad. Howard Rorick's dad? Yeah, well, not his dad. Georgie's dad, but yes. Okay. Would you normally pick up Lee? Sometimes. Do you live at Gantz Trailer Park? Yes. And you don't remember picking him up on that morning? No. And did Andy mention anything that he forgot when he was on his way down to work with you guys? No. Oh, his phone, yeah. He did mention his phone. He told you he forgot his phone? Yeah. When did he tell you he forgot his phone? I don't know. Probably like halfway to work or something. But he mentioned he forgot his phone? Yeah, because I asked him to use it. You asked to use his phone? Yeah, and he said he forgot it. Okay. And so, do you drop Don off? Yes. And she dropped off at Macy's? Yes. You know what time she dropped off? I couldn't tell you. Give me a ballpark. Five, maybe five thirty, something like that. I don't remember. I thought you left the house at five AM to pick up Andy. I don't know. You're asking me something for two years ago. I couldn't honestly tell you. And if I could, I would. All right. Have you been calling Andy and having phone calls with him recently? Yes. You've been talking about this case with him? Not really, no. Not really? So not if about I were to pull up your phone calls not about the with case. him right now, you hadn't talked about this case with him recently? No. You not about the about case. What's that? Not about the case, no. Slow down just a little bit, Mr. James. You haven't talked about any testimony here today? No. And after you dropped off Donna, where did you go? To the job site. Where's the job site? Um, I don't know what you would call it, in the middle of Hedgesville, where the Hedgesville High School is, across from it. Red Hill Subdivision? Yes. And tell the jury what a typical day is like when you arrive at Red Hill Subdivision. We pull up, get out, get our tools out, and go to work. Don't you have to wait for Howard Rourke to show up? Yeah, if he's not there. Most of the time he's there already. Okay. But if he's not, we wait on him. Is there a trailer that he has all the tools in that he has to unlock to give you the tools in the morning? Yes. All right. Do you remember showing up that morning uh, to Red Hill and waiting for Howard Rourke to show up? Yes. And... When Howard Rory got there, did he give assignments for the day where people were supposed to go? Yes. And besides Red Hill Subdivision, did you also work at a place called Tabler State Subdivision? Yes. And uh, primary responsibilities were building homes, construction in those two areas? Yes. And um, that morning, um, well, how would you guys typically clean up from the job sites? Pick the tools up and pick the nails up and push the burn around? I mean, I don't know. Were you ever given trash bags? No, we threw everything in the dumpster most of the time. So would it surprise you if Howard Rorick said that he would give out contractor bags to all of us? No, if they needed them, you could say you could go get the contractor trash bags. Would Howard ever do that? No, never. Okay. Did you ever see Andy go and get into Howard's truck that morning and take a couple contractor weight trash bags? No. All right. So, did you see Andy, or where was Andy assigned to work that morning? Down two houses down with Johnny. He wasn't down at Tabler Estates? No, we were at both of them. I was at Pierce's house. Here's Andy. That's where they're first working at this house. That's in Red Hill. And then the next job after that, when he came back, then we went to Tabler Station. All right. So, 
Help me out here. Morning of May, Red Hill Subdivision. Yes. You're working on a house. I'm up here at this house. Him and Johnny, two houses down, are painting or try doing drywall in the, the ladies' closet, two houses down. Okay. Do you know about a lady's house that a shelf fell off? Yes, closet? that's, that's that the, the one, one I'm talking about, yes. You sure they weren't at Tabler Estates prior to coming back and working on that closet? Johnny was there. When I when we got dropped off, I stayed at the top house. They went down to the bottom one. Okay. You're just going a little bit fast yeah. for her transcribing. So well, I've done said it three times. I don't know how clear I can be. Got dropped off. He got Howard got out the truck. I we stayed at the top house. I stayed at the top house with Howard and everybody else. Johnny and Andy went three houses down or two houses down and worked on the closet, drywall and paint. Did you ever see Andy leave the job site? No. Did you ever tell law enforcement that Andy left the job site? Yeah, I realized he was gone once Johnny said. Didn't see him leave. Did you ever tell law enforcement that Andy was gone for three to four hours? Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Do you know where Andy went for three or four hours? No. Did you ever ask Andy where the heck did you go for three to four hours after he came back? No. Why not? Because it wasn't my business. Not your business? Mm -mm. Is that a no? Is that a no? No what? You said uh-uh. And so for the record, yeah, no. Rice needs to know if that's a yes or a no. Yeah, it's a no. Did you see the truck when it came back? Yes. You saw Andy driving it? Yes. Was anyone else in the truck with Andy when he came back? No. Did you see in the back of the truck bed? Yes. What did you see in the back of the truck bed? A drywall bucket that was busted up. And busted up? Yes, where it's been rolling in the back of the truck. And it was rolled through, and there was a big pile of drywall mud where it was rolling through it. You could see the lines in the, the bucket where it was running back and through. Did you ever ask Andy what happened to the drywall bucket? He said it must have fell over. He said Which it must have fell over? You can see it clearly as day. There's mud all over it. Oh, I and agree. You can clearly see it. I agree yeah. with you. Did, was the bucket have the lid back on it? Yes. It never, it never came off. It busted the bucket and it was leaking out of it. The bucket itself was broken? Yes. Okay. From bouncing around in the back of the truck. All right. Um, but you asked him about the bucket busting? No. I mean, I said, we looked in the back and said, what happened? He said, I don't know, I guess it rolled around and busted. Did you ever see Andy drive before? He didn't often. Sometimes he did. How many times did you ever see Andy drive to Red Hill Subdivision? Maybe once or twice. Okay. Were you using drugs with Andy that morning? Not the morning, no. Were you using drugs with Andy at all that day? Yes. What were you using? Cocaine. Where'd the cocaine come from? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Do you, do you ask anybody, do you tell anybody where you buy I your drugs? I'm not going to ask, more than I don't ask people where they get their drugs at. I'm not a cop. You're not a cop? No. You're not a snitch? No. You wouldn't, you wouldn't snitch on someone, would you? No, I wouldn't. All right. So where did you use the cocaine? At the job site. Which job site? Red Hill, Tabler Estates? Tabler. Who else used the drugs at Tabler Estates? Just me and him. And this is later in the day? Mm-hmm. After he came back? Yes. Um, did he bring the cocaine back? He had it with him, yeah. So he had the cocaine? Yeah. You didn't provide it to him, he provided it to you? Yeah, I guess. Did you use any cocaine that morning with uh, Johnny? Yeah, I think he did the line with us. No, I asked if you used cocaine that morning with Johnny. Yeah. So now you're telling me for the first time. You're saying the morning, though, is afternoon. 
All right, so let, let's back up. The morning of May 8th, when you get to the job site. We didn't that, do no drugs. Hold on, let afternoon. me finish my question. Did you use any drugs in the morning of May 8th, 2019? No. When did you use cocaine on May 8th, 2019? After Andy came back and we were at Taylor States. Was that after lunch? Yes. Was Andy there for lunch? No. He came back after, like right after lunch. Do you know where you had lunch that day? Um, it's, it was right there beside Burger King, the Chinese place. Or Chinese Or the pizza. I mean, it was pizza or Chinese. One of them, one's right there. Okay. Do you know what time Andy left Red Hill Subdivision in the morning? Couldn't tell you. But was. you believe it was three to four hours. Does that sound accurate? Yes. Do you know how long it takes to drive back from Red Hill Subdivision to Andy's house that was up here on Greenway? Maybe 25, 30 minutes. One way? Yes. So up and back, hour? Yes. Spend the next couple of nights at Johnny and Donna's residence? Yes. Did you ever go back down to Riley Crossman's residence? Yes. When did you go back down? The next night. What'd you go back down for? Get my, well, I went down to get on Wi Fi, but I grabbed clothes while I was there because all my clothes were still there. And Johnny and them come pick me up when we got pizza. I ordered a pizza before I left their house. And they come and pick me up and went to Foxy's and got pizza. Then I went back up there and stayed at their house that night. I just want to make sure, do you remember, is it normally your pattern that you normally have to walk in the house and wake up Andy to get him ready to go to work? Yes. But not that day, because he was wired and ready to go. Yes. Nothing further, Your Honor. Mr. Kirkland? Good question, John. May this witness be excused? Not subject to recall? Not subject to recall. Thank you, sir. Put your mask on before you leave.